Adjunct Students of the BM Podcast. The podcast where we will embark on a journey to be one with Christ in our everyday lives as human beings. I am your host, Samantha P. Laguerre, and welcome back to another episode. The wheels on the bus go round and round. The love of Jesus all around. Search party over souls been found. Paid my ransom, no more bound. Kingdom citizens, welcome back to another episode. I hope you are all well. I get on here and I sing Kingdom Citizens and hope you are well as though I am a singer. That is hilarious to me because (laughs) in real life, I do not sing. Um, I don't even attempt to sing. But I really hope you guys are all well and I hope you guys really enjoyed Reflection Season 3. We finished that season off. I had a little summer season that I did um, as I was on break. And I recorded some episodes for you guys. And I released it live. It was pre-recorded. And then last week, we had Reflections Holy Bohorny Part 3. And that was actually live. Now, my question is... I know that I've gotten some comments and I've heard people that prefer video podcasts and I'm willing to do that. I just want to know that you guys actually care for that. Like you guys are actually going to be on and listening because if those of you who listen are very much content with the audio version, then why do more work? You know what I mean? I don't know. Because it will be more work for me. It will require for me to be way more intentional about recording episodes and planning it and putting in my schedule to do so. And I would have to really plan that ahead of time and, you know, like work all that out. Let me know if I mean, yeah, because I mean, the audio is still on YouTube, so it'll just more so be the video, like actually seeing me speak like you guys saw on Reflections. But Anyways, I was very full off of the conversations from Reflections. Um, I think every friend that I had on was spectacular. And I am grateful for the fact that they were willing to say yes and we were able to have a rich conversation. I thrive off of rich conversations, okay? If you guys watched Reflections or heard the conversations, you, you could I know you could tell how excited I was to have these conversations and be able to just go back and forth and be able to, you know, hear their input and for me to, um, you know, contribute my input. That excites me. I like talking to like-minded individuals. I like talking to people who are spiritual, meaning that they are governed by the Spirit of God. Like, I can tell that the Holy Spirit lives in them and that they have certain revelations about God. I love that. Anyways, I'm getting excited. But (laughs) I was just thinking that I, sometimes I think that I don't have things to say. And I was literally looking at my notes that I have for being one podcast, because sometimes I'll just get little downloads. Like God would just speak to me really fast. And I quickly would write notes. Like I might even just put a title y'all title. And there's literally no, there's no text after that. It's just a title. Because I would get like, I don't know, it's like I would literally see a whole, like a picture of like what God is trying to show me or trying to tell me or I don't know, I'll just see it. I don't know if that makes sense. 
and then I'll just put a title to it and I'll just write the title and I know that will draw back my memory of what God gave me. So I have a lot of those in my notes. And so I was looking through them and I was like, oh my goodness, like these were some of the things that I got since June and like we're in August, September. So I have a lot of things to say. I just, yeah. So we have a lot. We have a lot to hear and to receive this year because God is speaking and yeah, yeah. Okay. So again, I really do hope that as when you guys listen to these episodes, that you are truly blessed by them, that we are not wasting each other's time, that I'm not wasting your time and I'm not wasting my own time by sitting here and recording these things. I don't believe so. Just because for me, I know I'm being obedient and my heart is to help the people that are listening. Okay. So anything that I got that feel like it helps my life or it put things into perspective or there's some truth to glean out of this, what I got that's going to give me another level of understanding about God. Oh yeah. Like I would hope that I can share that and you, you grow in your knowledge of God. Okay. So today, what do they get from you is a title and the question that I have is, do people benefit from your life? Do people benefit from your life? And I'm not talking about benefiting to where it's like you're being used and abused, that people are walking all over you. No, because no, not that, not in that way, guys, okay? Are people genuinely benefiting from your life? Like when they see you, when they hear about you, like it makes their life better. Like there's something about you, there's something that you're doing, there's something about who you are that literally adds value to people's lives. They benefit from you. Like they they wanna make sure that they keep you around. It's just something that you add to their life, you know? So do people benefit from your life? That's a genuine question to ask yourself and to reflect on and to ponder upon, do people benefit from your life? Have people made any remarks that have indicated that they benefit from you? Oh, I see you done this. Or, you know, when you always do this, you know, it makes me smile. Or you're, or you're so kind, you're so nice. Or, you know, you make me feel welcomed or whatever it may be. You know, or you you taught on this and I was able to use this and did this. Or I see how you care for your family. I see how you love your significant other. I see how you raise your children. And I've been modeling after you or I've taken some of the things that I've seen you done and added it to my own life. Are people benefiting from your life? We are called to be like Jesus and a lot of people benefited from Jesus's life. So if he is in us and we are in him, shouldn't people benefit from our life because of the fact that we are in Christ? So I'm reminded of Joseph in the scriptures and that might've been what triggered this episode for me. I can't remember. So in Genesis 39, I just, to me, when I read this, and I hear about Joseph and how he was in Potiphar's house, it really speaks so much volume, but I also pray that 
I am similar to Joseph in that way into which when I am around people or I am with people, that people genuinely benefit from my life. Like, I don't know. I'm a person that I rather, yes, I, you know, I enjoy my peace. I love to be blessed. Um, I want good things, but I also want good things for others. And I think it's my, maybe it's because I pray so much, like, God, like, help me to love people how you love them. Help me to see people how you see them. But genuinely, like, the way I live my life is because I want people to be inspired. Like, I want people to be transformed. Like, I want to expose people to something that they never thought was possible for themselves. Like, certain ideas, certain truths certain beliefs that they didn't even think that they can have or knew that people actually believed that is actually changing their life is possible like I want God to get the glory out of my life basically is what I'm trying to get at because it is it is the glory of God that allows those things to happen and so if the glory of God is evident in my life people will benefit from it okay so in Genesis 39 I'm going to read in the NIV version it states Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. Potiphar, an Egyptian who was one of Pharaoh's officials, the captain of the guard, brought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. The Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered, and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favor in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. From the time he put him in charge of his household in all of that he owned, the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, both in the house and in the field. So Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care. With Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. Okay. Potiphar was blessed. Potiphar succeeded because of the presence of Joseph. Because Joseph had the Lord with him. So if the Lord is truly with you and you are among others... You are in someone's house, you are watching their kids, you are in their jobs, right? You are employed by them in a company, whatever it may be. Are people benefiting from you because of the Lord that is over your life? Literally, Potiphar, he didn't have to care for nothing because of Joseph's presence. When I tell you, okay, I'm like, God, I want, I, that's how I want to roll. I want to go into these people's jobs. I want to go into these people's schools. And they just feel they, like everything is just working for them. Everything is just happening and it's right. Like they just, they keep finding success and they don't know why. But because it's because of the Lord that's on my life and because I am in their presence, Are people benefiting from your life? So I read this and I had to really think about it. And it's like, man, let's shift our prayers, okay? Because if I'm a lender, it is because I've been lending. God calls us to be a lender, not a borrower. So in order to be a lender, that means I have to be lending, right? One plus one got to equal two. 
If I'm a borrower, it's because I've been borrowing. So if I'm a lender, it's because I've been lending. Let this be who we are. So if we call ourselves lender, we must lend. If I am the head, then I am a leader. So let a leader be who you are. Do you understand? Because when you show up as these things, which God has called you to be, then you will find that you will people will benefit from you. Because if you're lending, that means somebody needs to borrow. And the fact that you're able to lend, you have allowed someone to benefit from you. I didn't have it. You had it. You're lending it to me. Now I have. I have benefited from you and your life. Had you not been here, I would not have had anybody to, to, to borrow from. If you are a leader, if you are ahead, then you must lead. There is somebody who's desiring, who's looking for somebody to lead in a certain position, at a certain place, right? They're looking for somebody to lead. So when you show up as the leader and you actually lead, people will benefit from you because they were looking for that. Let people benefit from you physically and spiritually, right? Because sometimes we just want to offer prayer, and that is great. You understand? That is great. Offer prayer, yes. Let people come to you and say, I know that so-and-so can pray for me. But also, physically, naturally, right? When we show up, you can't just say, I'm a, I'm a leader in, in the spirit. I mean, great. But also, we need to see that manifested in the natural. Because we're not going to believe you. That, that don't make no sense, okay? <laughs> like... Okay, great. You lead, like, okay, you're a prayer warrior. Okay, so you be worn in the spirit and you're a leader in that way. But are you not a leader in life? Like, we need a benefit from that too while we're here. You understand? So I used to not want to offer a gift sometimes, like, you know, maybe um, a birthday, anniversary, whatever the case may be, because I didn't have the means to get them what I really wanted. Like, I don't know, I have, yeah, I'm gonna be honest, I have, I don't wanna say expensive taste, but I'm very particular. And when I have an idea of something, I wanna see that come to pass. Does that make sense? Like, I can see something and say, yeah, that's how I want it to be done. Or I'll look at somebody and be like, okay, I desire to give them this thing. And I will desire things and I don't have the means to necessarily do what I desire to do, okay? So then, because I didn't have the means to get what I really wanted to get them or do what I really wanted to do for them, I don't do it. But guess what? No one will ever know you thought to gift them if you never gave, okay? Because the person that I wanted to rent out a mansion for and have this, you know, surprise party for, you know... And, but I thought it because I wanted to do that, but I didn't have the means to do that. And I do nothing. They're not going to know I wanted to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, I thought it. I thought to do that, but I didn't have the means to do it, so I didn't do it. Like, no, you could at least did something, right? For example, I remember I thought of my friend who was studying for the NCLEX. And I remember I was getting ready to go to sleep, and I thought, like, oh, I should text her and encourage her. Like, I should call her or text her, but I figured it was late. I think it was, like, past 9 o'clock, and... I know that she's typically in bed by a certain time, so I didn't want to bother her with a call. So I was just like, I can text her, but I was like, ah, I'll text her tomorrow. Yeah, your girl didn't do that, okay? And I just knew she was studying for the NCLEX. I had no idea when she was going to take the NCLEX. 
Two days later, I found out that the night that I thought to encourage her was the night before her actual exam. I know, crazy. And the, the thing that makes it even crazier is the fact that she never knew I was thinking of her and wanted to encourage her because I never did it, okay? So, and I ended up telling her, like I was just like, I had to tell on myself because I was like, yo, that is crazy. I literally thought of you that night to text you to encourage you about your studying efforts. Mind you, I never spoke to her the whole time she was studying. I didn't even know when she started studying. I don't know when she finished studying. I don't know. I never knew, but I just knew that she was in a season to be studying for the NCLEX. And that night I thought of her to encourage her and I never did it. My thought, although I knew I thought it, it doesn't count towards the other person. The person's not gonna benefit from it because they can't, people can't read your mind, you know? You know? So get in the practice of giving because it is when you start giving consistently and intentionally, it's when you start showing up and leading consistently and intentionally, it's when you start lending consistently and intentionally, is when you are deemed a lender, deemed a leader, deemed a giver, right? And it's not the amount you give, right? Because the amount you give is not a material issue when you're giving according to your ability. Do you understand? So no one is expecting me to rent out a mansion and have, you know, this $50,000 party because they understand that it's not in my means and not according to my ability to do so. You understand? So I know there will be a time in my life where I can do that thing. But right now, according to the ability that I can do things, I should do it because I am saying that this is who I am, right? So who I am is not dependent on a certain season of my life. For me to see it is not dependent on a certain amount of money I have in my bank account. You understand? Because a lot of us want to be givers. We want to be people who bless others financially. But because we're like, oh, I don't have, I don't have the means to write a thousand dollar check or a ten thousand dollar check or a million dollar check. So because I don't have that much, I can't be considered a giver or I can't give. No, if you have a dollar to give, according to your ability, give the dollar. You understand? Like, because it has to come from a place like this is this is my heart posture. Because I've realized that this is who I am. God calls us this in his in his word, right? So it's not foreign. It's not something that is out of this world, crazy, like out of God, out of human, like, no. This is something that God, this is who God is, who God calls us to be and who he says that we are. And so if you want to come into agreement with his will for your life, you have to believe it and then you have to act on it. Do you understand? So even when I talk about how the amount that you give, for example, if you want to consider yourself a giver, and you are a giver, I might even say consider you are a giver, amen, the amount you give is not a material issue, meaning that the amount you give is not dependent on whether or not you can be deemed a giver or not, right? Because it is according to your ability. Now, if you have the means to give $10,000, you understand, and you give a dollar, we're going to judge you on that. Because you had you had the ability to give ten thousand, so technically, if you give a dollar, you're not a giver. Do you understand? 
So again, it's according to your ability. We usually hear, sometimes we hear, you know, oh, it's a thought that counts, right? And it's a comment that is made after something has been given and received, big or small. But understand that that comment is made because of the fact that you legit gave something and the person received the thought behind what you gave, you know? They were able to see the thought behind what you did and what you gave. So it's the thought that counts is not commented when you tell somebody, oh, I thought to do that. Or I thought about you when I wanted to do this. Or I thought to lead you here. Or I thought to lend to you. Or I thought, no, nobody's going to say, oh, it's the thought that counts. No, because you didn't do it. So what are we having a conversation about? You understand? And honestly, my friend was like, oh, well, you should have you should have sent it. <laughs> like, she didn't say, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for thinking of me. Although I was like, yeah, I mean, I prayed for you. But she wasn't thinking, oh, my gosh, thank you. Like, she didn't. It didn't impact her the way it would have impacted her had she got my message or my call the night before this big exam. You understand? Like me telling her afterwards, oh, I thought of you. Like what was that supposed to do for her? The idea that you saying to somebody, oh, I thought to give you money when you were stressing your bill for your rent and I had to give it to you and I thought to do it. What, what is that going to do for them? You understand? So do people benefit from your life? That's the central question here. Do people benefit from your life? Are you like Joseph? When you show up to a place, you come as though you are an answer to a prayer. Are you that person? Do you show up and lead? Because a leader was needed in this position. And because you're a leader, you just fit well. Does that make sense? What do they get from you? What do people get from you? Think about it. Ask the Lord, okay? Ask God. I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm so, so, so grateful when I hear people and they make comments and, you know, they're saying, I get this from you and I got this from you and I get this from you. It warms my heart because, for one, to God be the glory, <laughs> Because I had to be submitted to him and his authority, his ruling. I had to submit first to God, allow him to lead me. And as I'm continuing to be led, be obedient to what I feel like I should be doing in certain seasons of my life and walking into, and walking in more so, his will. So he caused me to be a leader, caused me to be these things. This is what I shall this is what I shall be and this is what I shall be doing. Being more so being. I shall be being this. This is who I am, you know? And as I am walking in that and being that, people are benefiting and people will benefit from you. There are things that I know you know. You know you can be doing, should be doing, but we're not going to talk about the past can be doing presently. Like, I remember when I was in college, and I think, I don't know, if, I don't know if my, my roommate remembers this, but I remember sitting on my bed 
I was on the bottom bunk and I remember speaking out loud and I may have been have I may have been talking to her I don't recall if we were having a conversation or I just made this comment but I said it's like I know what I should do I know what I'm supposed to do but I don't want to do it and that was my current struggle that I knew what I should do I knew what I should be doing could be doing but I did not want to do it and I I was honest about it I was like I know what I should be doing I know I should be like reading my word like something is telling me I need to study this bible but I just don't want to do it and I was being honest you know and so yes you may be being honest you may know that for yourself yes Samantha I know what I should be doing I know what I can be doing I just don't want to do it but here's the thing if you have the Holy Spirit that is in you It says the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So your spirit is wanting to do the will of God. So these things that you see yourself needing to do, but you just don't want to do it. It's some force. It's some power. It's something that is it's that's governing that area of your life that is hindering you from deciding and saying yes to what God wants you to be doing in this season. I didn't realize it then, but I'm realizing it now because there's no way I knew what I should be doing, knew what I can be doing, and yet sat there and actually said, but I don't want to do it. Like, so girl, you're a rebel? And at that time, I was being very rebellious. I will admit that. But let me tell you, once I started to do what I knew I should be doing, oh man, everything changed. People really started to benefit from my life. And you may be listening and you maybe you don't care. But honestly, it's the most fulfilling thing. It really is. And a lot of us, I feel like we lack fulfillment in life. We don't understand our purpose. We don't know why we're here. We don't feel like what we're doing is fulfilling. We don't feel joy. We don't feel at peace. Like we're all over the place in our mind. We're all over the place with our work. I remember prior to coming to law school, I was a teacher. And although I never saw myself, like not, I won't say I never saw myself teaching because there's a history there, but I didn't plan to at that point in my life. I I didn't have no plans, no intentions to do so. And yet I was standing in that classroom and I was before sixth graders and I felt so fulfilled. Why? Because I showed up as myself. I was being me. I was being who God called me to be in that season. So I was showing up and I was being that teacher. I came and I was being an answer. They needed a teacher and I was being the teacher. So they benefited from me as a teacher in their lives, right? And obviously with teachers, you play all these other different roles. So I was playing all these different roles. Yeah, I was showing up daily and being these things and these kids were benefiting. And because they were benefiting from what I was being, I felt so fulfilled. So a lot of us look for fulfillment and so many different ways and we still feel empty but I'm telling you when people are truly benefiting from you you will feel fulfilled it'll motivate you or it'll give you that momentum to keep on doing it like 
you know, me seeking God and, and desiring to know more of God, it, it opens my understanding because the more I get to know him, the more he opens my eyes, the more understanding that I have. And some of the things that I thought I believed or some of the things that were taught to me before are being challenged because I'm realizing that I received or was taught these things from a place of ignorance because the person or the people who taught me these things did not have a current understanding of God. They didn't have an understanding of God. They did not know who God was. And so they taught from a place of ignorance, an ignorant meaning without knowledge. I had some knowledge about God that wasn't accurate of who he is. And so these things are being challenged. And now I'm able to fill the gap with current understanding that I'm getting. And it's helping my life and I'm helping you guys. So it's like full circle and I'm being fulfilled. I feel fulfilled, if that makes sense. Because I would hope that you guys are benefiting from me as I, <laughs> I show up on the podcast. But whether you are or not, the fact that I'm able to just be who God has called me to be in this season of my life and as a podcaster, as you know, um, a minister of the gospel, a advocate for the kingdom of God, because I just feel like God has called me to be an advocate for the kingdom of God. And you can fight me on that, but I felt that for years. So I'm a an advocate for the kingdom okay that's why i call y'all kingdom citizens because i need y'all to know who y'all are and i'm gonna tell y'all about y'all rights okay because the enemy cannot deceive us no no we are children of god we shall not be deceived that should that is not even our portion you understand but again what do people get from you do people benefit from your life and i'm here to tell you they should If you say you are a child of God, if you claim to be a kingdom citizen, people should be benefiting from you point blank, period. Period. Do you understand? Jesus, people benefited from Jesus' life. We benefit from his life. We would not be here had it not been for Jesus, okay? People need to have that same testimony about you. And yes, we give all glory to God because, again, if it wasn't for Jesus, we would not even be here. But people need to testify. Had this person not come into my life, I would not have known how peace is truly displayed. I would not have known what joy really was. I would not have known how to balance a checkbook, whatever it may be. People need to testify about your life. They should be benefiting from it. They should testify about your life. Potiphar testified about Joseph's life. Oh, snap, Joseph. (laughs) Joseph was in my house and meant success. Excuse me? His God? Okay. They should be singing that same song about you and your life. I'm just saying. Okay? So let's shift our prayers. Let's truly ask God to be lenders. Ask God, how do I lend? Who should I be lending to in this season? Who should I be giving to in this season? Because this is who I am. So I should be giving. This, I should be doing it consistently and with intentions. Where should I be leading? I should be first leading my life. And you know, obviously I say that we know, you know God leads our life, but 
there there should be an aspect of your life that you're like you're leading yourself in a way like you submit to God and you're you're leading like you you set you put yourself on schedule you're doing certain things like you're not just allowing society or other people to dictate what you got going on and what you do like you're not just sitting around and waiting as a passerby no you're a leader and we see that based off of how you live your life does that make sense i hope so what do people get from you do people get benefit from your life? And I'm here to tell you that they should. And if they're not, if you're not hearing these sorts of testimonies, I'm gonna need you, I need you to go to God, okay? And it's okay because no matter where you are on the spectrum, there's always a, we can do better, you understand? So even if I get that now, I can do better and I know that. And I'm always gonna seek to be better and do better. So wherever you are, this is for all of us. <laughs> You know, can, we can benefit so much more people's lives. Today I'm benefiting five people. You know, I strive to benefit 20, 100, 1,000, 10,000, whatever the case may be. There's always more. More people can benefit from your life. But at least one should be benefiting. You know. Alrighty, guys. Well, I hope that this episode was a blessing to you. <laughs> I hope it made you think. And I will be you know, talking to you soon. I am back in school and the semester is looking very, um, like a lot, but nothing that I know my God won't allow me to handle, um, with grace and be successful in this, um, in this semester, because every semester I will testify every semester has been better than the last. And I pray and I believe that this semester will be better than the last. And if you are in school or, you know, even at your work, that this year, this quarter, this semester will be better than your last. It will, period. You know, um, we go from glory to glory and not just spiritually, but in, in, our, in our lives, you know, in our works, in our school, our grades get better by semester by semester. We just get better. And so I pray that, but even though I say that, I don't say it to make an excuse because again, I committed myself to do this. And oh my gosh, I have so much, oh, what? Y'all, I literally was in Haiti. So when I wasn't posting any episodes, I was in Haiti, I didn't make an announcement. That trip was, was sort of sensitive. And so I didn't want to announce it. I only told select few that I was gonna be traveling out the country to Haiti. Um, I didn't publicize it, but I am back. I am well, by the grace of God, and it was excellent. And I did record, so I will have a vlog that will come up sometime by this year that will showcase a lot of the things that I got to experience while there. It was a mission trip that I went on, but I did have the opportunity to explore parts of Haiti and my parents was able to show me like the historic sites and I was able to go to Labadi, which is like um, the beach area and I was able to go to a private beach. So I definitely had fun while also there to serve God's people, my brothers and sisters. And it was just a wonderful experience. I came back with, I, I don't know, I felt like maybe I got unlocked. Like there was something, some part of me that was unlocked and I I always know that some things for me takes 
a little bit of time for me to fully see like okay all that I just witnessed and experienced like I don't know if you've ever been to a, a conference or I don't know you've witnessed something and it's not till like maybe a month later that you just start thinking about that thing and, and some new things come to you from that experience I don't know but I'm always excited about the aftermath because I'm just like something God God allowed me to experience this for a reason and I'm excited to see why what what was the reason for that you know as of right now I know that there are some things that I knew off rep wow I needed to see this I needed to be here there was a reason I was here this year and just to give some backstory my parents um they have a school in Haiti and the school is also um, a church so they have service there as well and they have been working on this for man since I was like I had to been like maybe like 12 or 13 years old, I believe. Yeah, so it's been years. And this is my first time going. My first time seeing it. I've seen pictures. I've seen the babies. I've seen, you know, these things. And I honestly would see it on social media. Like, I, I wasn't really involved with what my parents had going on. Like, if you know anything about my family, we are very independent, okay? Like, we all have our own things going on. We all just doing God's work, like, you know, and we come together when it's time to come together. But because it was in a different country, because it was something that i never seen, because I'm not connected to Haiti like that, I'm not connected to their ministry like that, it, it just, all of it just sounded so, like, I don't know, so far. Like, just, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, it just... You know, when somebody's like, for example, you go to the moon and you come back and you're telling about the moon, like, I ain't never been to the moon. So everything you're telling me, like, although it sounds so cool, I'm not connecting with it, you know? So I just wasn't connecting with it. And they had plans for me to come and they're telling me about future things and all that stuff and them wanting me to, them wanting me to be involved, but I just was not connected. So it, it's just so awesome that in my 26 years of life, I got to actually go and I remember like the the church the school is actually on top of a mountain it's it's in um, Bellevue and I remember oh my gosh I don't know why I'm about to cry but I remember it, it was um it was a Sunday that we were driving up there and I saw the building from afar and I remember like seeing pictures like I remember when it was like nothing and we were driving up and my parents, you know, my mom and dad in the car and I started to get teary eyed. Like I started to feel emotional because I was just like, I can't believe I am here. I can't believe I am seeing the work that my parents have been doing for years. Like they've been sending money here. They've been working and, and doing these this thing like they made a school and made it free to the students like they have to pay the teachers and and they try to feed them like they're just doing so much and the fact that I got to come and be here to witness it for myself not from the the very beginning like they like they started it but I saw it and what I see right now I'm like wow they done well like I've seen pictures and it was not like this like they have a whole bathroom now like so anyways I I went that first day and I was just so like overwhelmed by like just gratefulness like just to to be here and to be witnessing it and to just see who they've been serving in Haiti and getting to meet the other ministers and the pastors and 
just who they have been like mentoring and shepherding there and the students and and seeing them as they were babies and pictures and now being able to put faces and like wow you're grown now but I remember seeing pictures when you were a child like so it was just beautiful the whole experience was beautiful I was just taking it all in and being present. I got to minister while I was there. So we, we listen, we talking about nations, all right? Listen, being one podcast, listen. Um, but yeah, and yeah, I, I, there's so much more I can really express and share about that trip, but I feel like that is probably going to be a whole nother episode or video or something, I don't know. But I just wanted to share that and so that would explain why there was nothing being posted or anything like that for like a few weeks maybe three weeks so yeah i was i was in haiti y'all and it was great it was really great i was really blessed by it not only because i came to serve again we're talking about people benefiting from you but i was able to go and i i know that they were able to benefit from what god has been doing in my life from for years now and I just know that his perfect timing, there's a reason why I was to come at, at my age that I am currently, that there was a, a level of understanding and a knowing I was supposed to have about God before I was able to go there because maybe I would not have, they would not have been able to benefit from me had I gone prematurely, like who knows, you know? But they definitely were able to benefit from me now and so i'm grateful i'm grateful i'm grateful so anyways again thank you guys so much for listening and if you guys are still listening god bless you y'all know i love you but jesus loves you so 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 much all right be blessed be blessed talk to you soon